grab your favorite beverage, kick up your feet as you ascend with me into the joy portal of soul reflections, fresh perspectives, fun ideas, and wisdom. Light to light and heart to heart. Smile and breathe even deeper as together we will soar above the perception of all hurdles and shine brightly as the light we are. Namaste, everyone. Welcome to Light Laughter and Lattes. My name is Jerry Habstreet, and my co-host, Patty Peterson, is here today to wish you all a fantastic week and journey. And so we are coming out of that huge equinox. Um, Everything is shifted, and I'm sure you are all feeling the massive energy Um, I was in Ecuador. I just returned last night. So I was there for the big event. And Patty was here holding the light in Arizona doing her own ceremony. So today we are going to come together and we are going to talk a little bit about where we are at now um, after this massive rebirth. And it's not done. We're still doing it. We have the potential to create the greatest experience of this world ever, but we need all of your help. And so I want to do a shout out. Thank you to everyone who's listening via Facebook, One Talk Radio, of course, um, One is Talk Radio YouTube, everyone who's listening on Spotify, Anchor, um, and One is Talk Radio podcast. So glad you're here. So glad you're joining in. And the chat is open. So jump in. Hi, Beatrice. I'm glad to connect with you again. She she was my guest last show. If you watched, it was kind of a, a mishap last minute thing at the hotel in Los Angeles. And so true show on the fly. Yes, yes, it was uh um, so perfectly. Yeah. It was. Thank yeah, you it for was coming. It, it was a testimony to um, mastery in the moment. I've been getting so many experiences over these past few years of we're not going to give you an opportunity to prepare. You're just going to have to jump in and be ready. And so that was one of those experiences. Absolutely. Like so many, how many of us in life are getting those where we have to trust? We have to trust that next step. And if we sit too much here in our mind, Every doubt and fear comes up and it's just like, no, call on who we really are. Move forward. Yeah, that mind of ours. Wow. I mean, in Ecuador, when you're in the energy of Tosa Blue Mountain, which is where I was, Sacred Retreat Center, so much easier in that energy to relax the mind, I found. And then you come back here where you're not in that bubble And there's the bombardment of, you know, whatever, all the energies, the technologies, the EMFs, the thought body, you name it. And it's um, so much easier to go back into engaging the mind again. (laughs) Yes, you definitely get opportunities to keep um, uh, practicing. (laughs) You know, and for me, what I notice is when I start to feel off somewhere in the body, right, or the mind or feel worn or to to notice where has my mind been getting too tied into or where am I focusing on? Because truly each one of us is so much more powerful than we may 
completely remember and that we're constantly co-creating from that place. And so when I start feeling off is for me, the reminder and off, I mean, you know, too buzzy, uh, upset in one of my chakras, whatever, stop, come back. What is my center and notice where my thoughts were? Mm -hmm. Yeah, the thoughts and then the feeling, and then it, it can send you in a tailspin out of center. Mm -hmm. Very easily. Oh. <laughs> I think, you know, there, that reminds me too that in this current energy we're in, so much more quickly we are um, manifesting, things are showing up, and maybe the other way too then. <laughs> You know, I mean, spinning out a little quicker, but that's a gift too. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about that a little bit too. I know every time, well, the law of instant manifestation is getting bigger and it just got an amplification. Yeah. And of course, anytime you go to a sacred site or you go somewhere where there's even more energy, your manifestation powers are even more powerful. So, and I can think of a one time where you and I were at a training together and we were in a pyramid and we were told that if we ever go into another pyramid, be careful of what you think of because you can manifest instantly. Right. Did you remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. And I remember it was so funny because I, you know, I could have thought of anything, anything. I mean, anything I could have thought of because the creative power was so big. And I think this was like 2010, maybe this happened. Mm -hmm. And I was really in love with kombucha back then and a little frustrated because it was so expensive and I was drinking a lot of it. And I just remember having this thought. It was like, I'd love to get a deal on kombucha or something. So I get home after this trip. And um, stop at the, the store to get some groceries on my way home. And here's my favorite kombucha. Like they're having a sellout of it. And I got a ton of it for practically nothing. And I went, oh, my God, I used my creative energy on kombucha. kombucha! <laughs> <laughs> like it could have been anything. And why that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's beautiful. And yet it was, I'm sure, over many other things, too, that you were bringing yeah. into world at that time but that's one that really stands out because of it being <laughs> so unique <laughs> yeah well and so it's been actually almost to the point of being scary when I was at in, in Ecuador um, I had a con a conversation and actually my conversation was with Beatrice who's in the chat right now um, she was kind of helping me with uh, the radio show and helping the people at one is talk radio like where we need to post things, you know, Twitter, how you need a hashtag so we can get discovered a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, I could really use some help in that. Yes, yes. Literally, while I was talking to Beatrice, when I got done, I checked my email. I get an email from a strange person I've never heard of. And he says, you know, I'm a social media expert with Twitter, blah, blah, blah. And he names them all. If you need any help, send me an email. And... This was going on repeatedly. Yes. We um, during one of our journeys, we listened to Jennifer Brezen music. Um, right after we were done, I got an email from Jennifer Brezen, <laughs> and so the focus was so intense. I when I got to the airport yesterday, um, I was thinking. I was seeing some young kids and I love the young kids. And I'm like, I haven't seen any babies. And I'm thinking there should be some COVID babies around. Right. You know, cause everyone oh, got locked in their house. My family, they're coming to my family. <laughs> Are they? Do you, do you have a lot of two, three month old babies? 
Well, well, actually, they're being they're pregnant, you know, from during that time. Some of my nieces and nephews, there's like a slew of them. <laughs> so I started thinking about this. And yeah. I'm like, well, I haven't yeah. seen any babies. You know, I'm sitting in, in my chair at the airport waiting. And I'm like, okay, well, I need to walk up and go get a seat because I didn't have my seat yet. So I walk up to go get my seat. I come back. There's a women, woman sitting in my chair with a two-month-old baby. <laughs> I'm like, Perfect. how can this be? This is almost just crazy. Mm-hmm. And, and then we were on our way home, and it's about a four-hour drive through the Andes Mountains mm-hmm. from Tosa to Waikil. And they drive. It, it's crazy. It, it's two lanes, but they in Ecuador will make a third lane that's not there, and it's right in the middle between <laughs> between the other cars. Mm-hmm. And and they like to drive right behind the next person. So there's they, they don't do the three-second rule with 1,001, 1,002, 1,003 between you. And so we were driving along, and someone came along to pass us and couldn't make it because there was a car coming. So they jammed themselves in between us and the, the three feet of space there was between the next car. And we all just kind of held our breath. And I asked the driver, I said, you know, are there – do you have many accidents? And he said, no, not at all. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes later, we kept going and there was an accident and it was that car that had tried to pass us. The other car was off in the ditch. All the glass was shattered on the middle of the road. And our driver said, don't look, don't look, don't look, don't look. And as we're going past, I could hear crying mm-hmm. and I had a really scary moment. Like, I hope my thought on accident didn't create that. Mm-hmm. From hindsight, it was I was probably picking up the energy of what was coming. That was going to be the next, what I was going to draw from all of this is. Yeah, yeah. more of a premonition. But yes. all of these things are now heightened. Our intuition, you know, premonition, what we focus on is creating. And go ahead. Yeah, exactly. You know, that that veil is thinner and that we're all connected. And so just like you noticing these things coming back at us, same with, I mean, the heightened with our people close to us, we think of them, right? I mean, we might even really sense more what they're going through. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in all of these, you know, when these things happen, ties back to in the beginning when we were saying about where's our focus, you know, because to even catch there, you know, is there a judgment or is there a, you know, what do I carry around this, right? Um, when when some of this comes in. And so, um, but I too am noticing this, just a heightened sense of knowing. Mm-hmm. And each of us getting it in our own way, right? Um, somebody else might have heard something or had an, another aspect of that event kind of pass through theirs. And each one getting it in their own way. And that's been what's been coming to me from even when I follow all the mentors and um, teachers that I, I'm called to that, you know, that our own inner knowing was getting it, but maybe in a little bit different languaging or something like that. And, and so that um, keep trusting yourself and know, right, that through all of this and opportunities then to tune in when these things come up. Where was I? Like the fear, did I did I help co-create that? Or, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, just, nope, 
everything's in divine. How do I, you know, um, so many um, opportunities to keep coming back to that, that present moment. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. To really, really um, be aware of the thoughts and what we're thinking in every moment. And even more than the thinking, what literally comes out of the mouth. Right. The words, the energy, the words. words. Absolutely. Or the energy we're carrying, Mm -hmm. right? Because we all know about the chakras and the energy emanating from those. Um, um, Are we in alignment with those? And what are we putting out from one of those too? Beautiful. What are, yeah, we reiterating with these words. Right. Well, and you know, a lot of the, um, you, know, you think of the um, fairy tales and you watch the the witch shows, right? The spells with the rhymes and things like that. The words put into a tone, into a frequency. And, and I find anytime I say something, that energy has more power than my thought energy. So um, it's a really a great time to... Mm-hmm. To have to backtrack ourselves, like no cancel. <laughs> Didn't mean right. that. Control yep. alt delete. <laughs> our, control alt delete. Archangel Zachiel, I believe, in some in Solomon said it about, about the big eraser. You know, any of those, and and having for me then somebody else that's um, like energy, like mind, like um, that can call on each other without judgment. You know, and I was able actually during the while you were in Ecuador, I was in Palm Springs, um, California with a beautiful soul sister. And how divine that timing was even as far as we knew. And we did our own ceremony on Saturday. I did. um, I mean, on Friday prior to, you know, at the beginning of the whole Equinox weekend, it was so powerful. And that golden energy um, that many of you also, you know, connected with and. Um, however, it was so uh, wonderful to um, be with somebody that's so supportive um, in the same, uh, what do you want to call it, right? I don't like, like mine, but like, yes, there we go. <laughs> and um, and then noticing when some of our old tapes or patterns do come up and say, oh, what you just said, do you want that to continue to go out or is that... Um, something that you're rescripting now, you know, so she would call me on some of my own things, which was beautiful, a moment to um, self-reflect on and go, okay, this is new energy. Am I going to keep replaying that pattern? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To reframe, reframe everything that comes out of our mouths. Yes. Yes. And say, ah, but right now, what is, what am I choosing? What am I now? Because we are, Hopefully, I mean, if we choose, constantly rebirthing. Right. <laughs> and the <same> right? <laughs> yeah, starting that new, starting that new. And this is a massive one right now. Right. So in a sense, we really need to be lying. I'm hearing an echo. <laughs> Are you hearing an echo? Not in this moment. I have. Oh, okay. So maybe we're, we're okay now. <laughs> Some fascinating stuff going on with technology, technology. today. Yeah. So, but in, in a sense, we should be um, ideally speaking and acting the script of how we want our life to be. Yes. And and we've had practiced in that. In, in some things we've gone to, it's like, mm-hmm. how do you want to dress? How do you want to be? What do you want your life to look like in an hour? Now let's all get together and 
role play what uh-huh. that sounds like, looks like, yes. you know. And we're at such a high manifest time right now. Mm-hmm. It's like we should be really doing that all the time. Talk the way that you see yourself talking positively, right? Dress the way you see yourself dressing, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. say, you know, even mm-hmm. say out loud, talking to maybe someone who you wish to be there that's not there, right? See, see, it, see it already done. <laughs> Absolutely. Beautiful reminder. Yes. See it and feel it to the level we can. You know, because, I mean, that's as, as far as what I've found. Can we even imagine things better than what they can be? But, I mean, that's the start of, well, this is what I can imagine. Let me start there. And then we, you know, throw in the tagline, this or something better, universe, <laughs> you know, right. for the highest good of all. And um, and our minds sometimes can't even imagine how good it could really get. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's a treat to get yourself out of your zone, you know, mm-hmm. out of your place that you're living, away from mm-hmm. the people you're around, and go somewhere, go stay at a five-star place somewhere, <laughs> you know, even, even if you can't afford in this moment th- that life, drive around it. You know, drive yeah. drive through fantastic, gorgeous places. I mean, and now's the time to do that. So it can expand your mm-hmm. your 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 visualization, your ability to imagine mm-hmm. things better than than what you're currently seeing. So it helps to stimulate and excite. You know, anytime you go somewhere new, I always get that when I travel somewhere new. Mm-hmm. You know, I never knew it could be like this. And so right. that's kind of just what I did too. That's a beautiful reminder to um, go there, you know, to these, how can we be around that and say, I'll take some of that. I'll take some of that, (laughs) you know, because my, the ego self may come up, which I know for me, a little envy, jealousy, um, comparison, whatever, any of those old programs. And then it's like, ah, wait a minute. You know, the more we connect with who we really are and then universe, I'll take some of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. It's it's so easy to do. Well, why am I not having that? Why mm-hmm. am I not there? How did they get there? You know, they're not even doing the work probably. And how do they have that? <laughs> I know I've done that before. I think I know all the rules of this, and I'm doing all the work, and I have been doing all the work. You know, how is it that they have three houses and I'm in an apartment? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I hear you. I'll take some of that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's oh, for me, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Thank you for sharing that, Beatrice. The, um, yeah, <laughs> Reverend Ike, pie in the sky. Yep, Beatrice is sharing. Beautiful. Yeah, it's, it's a good. It's a good reminder for sure. I, I know one thing that we got used to because the Kenyari, um, all the food they eat, they put flowers on it all. I mean, oh. all their food is a ceremony. And before they serve any food, you go through the woods and you pick the flowers. Oh. And are they come edible with, flowers? Are they edible or just no. more for the beauty? And the this is energy. Just part of the mm-hmm. ceremony. It's just part of the beauty that you're adorning your food with beauty. Yeah. Oh, and, love that. So think about that. So, so when you're doing that, when you're collecting the flowers, um, I found myself um, – 
creating a beautiful bouquet in my hands, not just picking the flowers, but now the flowers have turned into a ceremony in my hands, you know? And then I'm appreciating going, oh, wow, look, it's beautiful. Look at how pretty. And everyone's saying the same. And then you lay this on the food and the pre presentation is beautiful. And I remember thinking, well, when I come home, now I'm going to put flowers on my food, <laughs> you know? That's a, yeah, that's a beautiful practice because we know energy is energy and such reverence mm -hmm. of it in your hands and then adding it to that food and that can change that um, frequency for that absorption and nourishment. You know, sure. I was just at the farmer's market and I, I so love farmer's market. Everybody's there with their heart-centered wares and offerings and I love to support that. And I just saw, you know, all these edible flowers. And I looked, I double looked, but it was one of those where I didn't go back and purchase. So now I, <laughs> I may next time. Yeah, well, and, and part of what happens too, you know, so if you're, you're blessing your food or you're praying mm -hmm. for your food, mm -hmm. right, what you are is appreciating it. You're putting your hands on it and you're giving it a higher frequency mm -hmm. energy with your intention. So putting the flowers kind of does the same. Because mm -hmm. you're going, oh, wow, you know, look at how pretty it is. Oh, my gosh. You know, and that's basically prayer energy. It's excitement and joy and fun. Gratitude. And so a gratitude. And yes, definitely. Honoring of um, the mother. I mean, the earth. The, the earth. All of that. It is. That it, that's a beautiful reminder. I will put that on my intentions. Yeah. And, and while we're talking about it, it, it reminds me. Now, I haven't done it yet, but I have it right here. So it reminds me because it's planting season right now, right? To get the little pot, put the dirt in it and get your mm -hmm. seeds and put it mm -hmm. in your mouth and, and get the DNA on the seeds mm -hmm. and then plant it. So I need to, to find myself a seed. But while everyone's out there planting right now or getting ready to plant, Mm -hmm. um, and I don't remember, was there an attention that was supposed to go with that or was it just a gratitude and appreciation while you're, the DNA is going into the seed? And That's what I'm remembering at this time. Yeah. And, and I know from other um, mentors and teachers too, you know, that um, just um, doing it like that is such a proxy for all of the soil, all of the healing of the earth, you know, not only planting of a seed for growth of whatever, right? Um, of a dream or whatever, but that anything that we grow um, is, is like a proxy for greater uh, plants out there. And so that's such a, again, another lovely practice to put into motion. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so much consciousness and things with so easy to get away from all of that, with all the distractions out there and with spiral time and, the, mm -hmm. you know, being in different dimensions, it's so easy to forget about using that presence to do the extra steps to, you know, yeah. so much easier to just stick a seed in the ground yes. and water it real quick and hope the sun takes care of it. <laughs> agreed, agreed. And that's where it's, um, ceremony you know, when you go into ceremony, it re it brings back that remembrance and that reminding of me how each component that we add to that ceremony is powerful, it carries an energy and an intention and, and how powerful that all is. So that's one thing that calls me back to that remembering 
And, and this is a time of being more aware of our consciousness. As we yeah, tie that to, to talking about, you know, our focus and everything, this consciousness is what really is healing. As, as quantum healers, Jerry and I, um, we've been in this field for at least a decade. And yet now it's even amped up with how bringing this higher consciousness is can heal things from that are below that level of consciousness. And we don't have to go and, and target each one of those old wounds or each one of those symptoms that just bringing in that higher consciousness can do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that whatever it is for each one of us that brings us back to that conscious being conscious in the moment. Right. Yeah. The, the Kinyari and not only the Kinyari, but it seems like many, many of those, like we've been done the Mayan ceremonies before mm-hmm. and I've been in some um, Native American too as well. Cause I grew up in an area with lots of Native yes. American and the, the people. And I think, you know, you consider them more people of the earth. They're just so earth conscious and the ceremony, just the ceremonial aspect of every step. I know one of the things, like their food that they put in the ground and they cook in the ground, right? And not only do they cook the food in the ground, but they're like there's an intention and in prayer with all the food that goes in it. Everyone, yep. Then you cover up the ground, and then flowers go on top of the on top of it. You know, maybe in a heart shape. And the heart's facing a certain direction, <laughs> right? And e- even when we came out of the Temescal, which was part of our um, birthing, you know, part of the birthing of humanity, we were um, given a bath. And this bath water was flower petals, rose petals. Um, they put all kinds of um, herbs and things in the water. So this water had a great smell. And then we were cleared with, um, I don't even know. And then we were cleared with smoke. And then we got dumped. We were bathed. And then we were cleared with more smoke and had these beautiful, you know, we had rose petals in our hair when we were done. And it was just like the, the ceremony that we were in went on for 48 hours. And every step was an intention and had purpose. And was mm-hmm. thought out, and with each person, there was no going fast because there's a lot of people. <laughs> you know, there was no yeah. let's just skip over this and get on to the fun part. <laughs> right. Well, wow, those they're so powerful, you know. And, and you were mentioning many of the indigenous tribes, and and it and it just reminds me, you know, what what lineage did each one of us choose to be born into? You know, I know my um, Finnish heritage. Um, much of our healing happened in saunas. Many will say sauna and us Finns say sauna. And a sauna is similar to a Temescal. And and we would switch, we could uh, make a switch out of cedar branches. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and they would do a lot of healings in those. And, um, and how um, much maybe we can learn from so many, right, of our heritages. And um, to be to go back to some of those um, ceremonies and bring yeah. a new consciousness to them. Um, I know I've been reflecting more on that. And then part of my lineage then prior to that is with the indigenous Sami people. Mm-hmm. And they were very, very um, nomadic. Um, 
ceremonial, colorful clothing and being with um, the Kenyari helped to open that connection for me. And then, and then why am I here? You know, why did I choose that lineage in this mm-hmm. lifetime? So, yeah. 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 That's, yeah. that's, I love how you shared about that. And, um, and what else do you want to share about your trip, Jerry, as far as this birthing of humanity and um, how anything that you went through that is reflective of the outer? Well, I, you know, I think the biggest thing, and, and I was feeling it before I left, mm-hmm. it was really um, energetically a unifying experience. It was the equinox, you know, mm-hmm. of unity, you could call it. Not only bringing the masculine and feminine to, into balance, mm-hmm. and that's really what what we're referring to as the ascended kundalini, but even the traditional kundalini is the masculine energy with the feminine energy coming together and spiraling up so that you're into wholeness, you're you're perfectly balanced. So mm-hmm. it's about the balance. Um, okay. But then in the traditional kundalini is more of an earth-based. The ascended mm-hmm. kundalini is more cosmic-based. Mm-hmm. So it was the two of those coming together. So it was like um, the feminine on the left coming, the masculine on the right, the cosmic kundalini, the traditional kundalini. And it was like a unifying experience where it's all coming into the center, bringing perfect balance from top to bottom, side to side. Yeah. And um, and as each one of us does this internally, that's what we're manifesting into the world. So it's collectively for the all, because exactly. all of us, lineage holders, yes. especially our surrogates for yes. for the planet. So others, right. Mm-hmm. And and then we have the Kinyari who's was open accepting to us. Mm-hmm. which is another unifying thing too, where it doesn't matter if you're one of them, it doesn't matter what color you are, you know? So that was really an aspect of the unity as well. And did you notice when I, when I was able to have ceremony with them back in October, what was so prevalent was that um, with the beautiful music and song and all that, but there was the one heart, one heart. I, you know, I literally felt as we connected to our own heart, and then the heart of the open other, um, I felt the universal heart. And it was mm-hmm. like this resonance of one heart, one heart, one heart as a, as a heartbeat. Yeah. Well, it's so easy to forget that we're all one because we're in individuated bodies. And that's because we came here to each have our own experience to learn something. But we're, yeah. Right. We're all one. Right. <laughs> And, and so with all of this, you know, that's going on collectively, I know as I, you know, interact with clients and people in my world that um, they too are going through a new birth, a new, you know, a new chapter, and they're not maybe always as cognizant or conscious of that. And, and you know, to bring that forward now, as far as, you know, what way might any of you listeners, you know, be... Um, starting, beginning something new and what has to fall away in order for that to birth and be balanced. I know for some, um, with this past full moon, it was um, many people with relationships may have had some shifts there. Mm -hmm. 
And, and then when you were talking about, you know, the um, Kundalini energies, sometimes, and we've had this happen, that energy can kind of get hung up. <laughs> I don't want to yeah. say stuck, stuck, but <laughs> it can kind of <laughs> in our body, right? And so what That's- are some of the ways that you worked with that, Jerry? Yeah, um, you know, I've been going through the process of it moving through me for about three years and three months now. And a lot of it, especially for me, it tends to get stuck, you know, in between the sacral and the solar plexus area. And um, and then that's right where we have so many of our organs. <laughs> yep. So for me, it was kidney problems that I was having to tend to and pancreas problems, blood sugar imbalance, lots of water retention because of the kidneys, um, weight gain. And I think that was the water retention. And then the energy just kind of building, building, building there because it's stuck and it still keeps, you know, creating energy that needs to be released. And so... Um, I've been having to do a lot of stretching, um, especially up dog pose uh, yoga, because that really stretches. Opens up that solar plexus. Mm -hmm. um, Okay. In the sacral area. That that was a big one for me. Um, Mm -hmm. Egyptian healing rods have been helpful at moving it along, especially the Mm -hmm. amber rods. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyone who's listening, who's wondering about those, you can go to my website and look on healing tools and read about the Egyptian healing rods. They're wonderful. <laughs> yes. They are. You, you, you have a bunch of them as well. Yes. Um, and, you know, just lots of movement. But I think stretching is so important because that's yeah. where opens up the channels a little bit more to get the energy mm-hmm. flowing. Yeah. You brought forward. That's an important point from what I know too, as far as, um, any kind of yogic type practice, you know, mind, body, spirit together um, with that intention and moving that spine um, where all those chakras emanate out of. And it's also very helpful for that solar plexus chakra, which um, is about, you know, um, the muscular system, not only digestion, but the muscular system and moving forward. And yet the heart exercise doesn't necessarily really support that chakra. It's more that slower, mindful walking in the yoga. And so, you know, if, if any of you out there are like Jerry and I, where that energy can get hung up between our sacral, which is where a lot of our, um, how we see ourselves, you know, there's our creation center. We're talking about um, creating this new, this rebirthing. And that's a big place that a lot is happening. And it's also the excretory system about letting go of the old. And so there too, you know, that balance and how do we see ourselves there, you know, and it can be a very emotional chakra mm-hmm. right i know i've held a lot of old traumas in my sacral you know uterine fibroids um digestive bowel issues i i mm-hmm. see a lot of that in my my practice and so um any way that we can get those energies to move and and clear and balance like Jerry was mentioning, are very helpful. And if anybody wants to learn more, you can contact either of us at any time through any of those links with this show. Absolutely. And another good practice, too, um, is the, the living on practice. That That's another one that will help that energy um, mm-hmm. flow up and open the channels there. So I do that one quite a bit. And mm-hmm. that practice resonates with the number five, and we are in the year of the five. And today actually happens to be a five as well. Ah. Um, 
truth revealed. So here we are talking about our truth. Um, and that five is created with two sevens, double sevens. So Wow, double mastery day, huh? Owner mastery, mastery yeah. under our truth, big time, yeah. Yes, very imp- being empowered. And we talked about being empowered in our words, being conscious of our words. Being, you know, and then it also ties into that chakra, you know, the truth chakra is, is also about listening to our inner guidance mm-hmm. and, um, you know, listening within and trust, you know, trust falls lower into the state, um, third, but that am I listening within to that s- still inner voice? Right. right. Part of us that's dying to do, do something, right? Yes, we're going into this time now where we can go back to what we talked about, those dreams and build our dreams right now. Envision what what could we what's a step we could take toward our dreams right now? Yeah, absolutely. This is really weird. Are you hearing the echo again? A little bit. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And it's, you know, it's such a perfect time to live more full out who we are. I, um, you know, and then noticing um, what comes up that stops us from doing that. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, time to go back to that inner child and live like that inner child, but, but, but with the wise, the wise queen or king who's got the wisdom now, you know, they make the, that has the discernment and can, can make good choices, but to just go out and live, we're really being called out to do that. Yes. To just be out there and really not care what anyone thinks and dress the way we want and be who we are. And if we're really called to say something, say it, you know, with, with the discernment yes. <laughs> of the wise person. As you say, with a benevolent heart, you know. <laughs> Maybe not the dead honesty of a child. <laughs> As one of my clients reflected back, she said, maybe I could be more graceful with how I say it. <laughs> you know, I thought, well, that's another way to look at it, too. You know, and yeah. And then this chakra is about, you know, asking, is this the right time to share this? And and how are how I live aligned with that truth? Right. Absolutely. And um, yes, yes. It, it's such a time for us to each live that beautiful, um, unique imprint that we are that um we that we carry you know the geometric um shape color all of that it's like i i keep seeing it as this beautiful tapestry each one you know is we're all weaving together and 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 Beatrice in the comments here is bringing forward saying, you know, many synchronicities for her since she came back. Mm-hmm. And and that's part of that tapestry too, right? Like who's mm-hmm. showing up now for, you know, what is this to build and create together? Um, even sometime for that moment or longer. And, and that's how I'm seeing it. Um, and, and feeling so much more grateful mm-hmm. for everything showing up. That's easier for me now than it used to be. Yeah. No, and we absolutely are. We're all creating our own personal tapestries, but mm-hmm. then yet a collective tapestry yeah. as well. Yes. Yeah. And and, and so even ceremony part is really the beauty of the tapestry, right? Because you're putting that presence and that energy and whatever it is that brings you joy, you're adding it to all the pieces of your life. 
And so that's, I mean, and I really saw this. Um, I, I did a San Pedro journey, which was significant. This is my third one, but it is bar none the most intense one I've ever had. But um, the veil dropped completely for me. So I saw everything as it was and literally could see all the threads of creation in everything. Ah, yes. in, in, in every hair, every hair, you know, can be a different color, right? Yes. And and all all the molecules vibrating, you know, something might be, you know, a rug might be only an inch, but the molecules of creation go up two, three inches. So, you know, whether you're calling it an aura or not, you can see them alive, right? And yes. then as I would pay attention to these molecules moving and get excited about what I saw, the molecules would notice me noticing yes. and they would get excited. Yes, there's and quantum physics. More and get excited more. What we look at changes. Yes. Yeah. Changes. Yes. So hence, you shouldn't have anything in your uh, bedroom, house, or world that you don't love. And that is exactly why. Because if you love it, you're looking at it with appreciation. You're adding excitement. Mm-hmm. It's now excited. And so now you have a living space. If yeah. there's things in your place you don't love, you don't notice it, you don't care, you ignore it. You're living in dead energy, basically. Mm-hmm. And, and so it was so much fun to do this. See, see you know, every, I think everyone teaches it, right? Mostly right. The, the concept is that we're molecules in motion and to, right. to love everything you have around you. Mm-hmm. But to actually see why that's true. <laughs> right. Yeah. Much easier to embrace in that sense. I mean, the true and that's you know, so many of the teachings we can get as a concept here, uh, but until we really immerse and embrace it, then we see it more in an action. And that's a pretty powerful <laughs> example there of really getting it. Right. Well, and, and it reminds me of, um, I can think about when I was young and even when my kids were young, they, they get goofy and they start to maybe show off and there's a maybe a group of adults sitting around in a circle watching this child be goofy. Well, Mm -hmm. as the parents are appreciating that child and laughing at the child doing their dance or making their faces or whatever they're doing, the child gets goofier and goofier and goofier. And pretty soon the parents says, well, I I think they're just overtired or whatever. (laughs) No, they're energized by all the energy that's being focused at them because they're being noticed and appreciated and so they're expanding more and more and more. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, every, everything in creation is like that child. They're just mm-hmm. not expressing it the same way so we can see it. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I, I love that example. But, but we're call, being called now to uh, really see it's not there. Yes. You know, see, see everything in its highest expression. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dream bigger than we thought we could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we really knew that we could create any world we wanted, and, and maybe we should do that. Maybe we should have one show like come and create with us, you know, yeah. and, and and spend an hour creating this world. I mean, what when we were during the journey, the water felt like silk, oh, and we, we were swimming during it. And you could see the colors, the crystalline nature of the water. Well, now, how about adding that to our creation, seeing the water is like self, right? 
and mm -hmm. seeing the crystalline, um, you know, kind of pearlescent rainbowic colors of the water, you know, we can really expand our imagination on, you know, rather than just clean water, that would be a good first step, <laughs> you know, and taking care of our planet to just really yes. amp things up and. Um, High vibe, living crystalline waters again. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And knowing as we create that in one area, it creates a ripple effect out. That's what I saw in my San Pedro. <laughs> oh, so explain a little bit. What What did you see? Well, I, I was shown um, very and heard how every action I take is felt on the other side of the planet. Mm -hmm. You know, because you're so beyond your mind. It's just, and it was tangible. And um, so knowing, um, again, that uh, reaffirmation more powerfully of how everything is connected, that oneness. Mm -hmm. And in divine perfection order as far as, and then also seeing, you know, the, uh, for me, the piece too of honoring the generations before me how they truly did the best they knew how. Yes. And, you know, there was such a true honoring of my ancestors in that one. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our minds can't even come close to comprehending our capacity, our creative capacity, what we can do, who we are, how we right. can affect change. And isn't I mean, that part of us, the part of us that might have a clue is trying to stop that. I mean, the, right? right? <laughs> the ego like goes, I might have a little clue what you are, so I'm going to try and stop you from being that powerful. <laughs> right. Yeah, the ego doesn't know what to do with that. The ego can't even begin to wrap itself. Because that's, that's, beyond, that's beyond this planetary experience. Right. And the mind only knows this 3D density world. So our capacities go way beyond <laughs> and so I, I know many of us have had our our minds blown. I mean, mine's already been blown a few times, and it was, you know, completely blown again. And many that, you know, were new to the San Pedro experience, too, just, mm -hmm. wow. I mean, when the, when the ego drops and the veil is lifted, and you can really see and know and experience without the ego... Um, God, and I'm thinking of a book too that I read years ago. It was a she was a brain doctor or something? And oh, a brain stroke of insight. My yeah. stroke of insight. It's a beautiful book. I highly recommend that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but she basically said um, the same thing that I'm saying, except for I, you know, I did it through a San Pedro journey through, and it, plant medicine, and 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 Jill Bolte Taylor did it through. Um, she ended up having a stroke. Here she was a, a neuroscientist and, and studying the brain, and she had a stroke, and it was through her left brain, which was her linear side, and so she was all in her right brain. And right. everything was movement. She saw how she didn't, couldn't tell where she ended and the next person started. Right. And it was, again, it start, it's a beautiful first book for a lot of people to start opening your mind going, ah, even science can show us what, what's, what's really happening there. Yeah. And absolutely. And I'm going to share something that's even maybe a little bit mind blowing too, but I think it's important because it's a five sign. So I'm going to speak beyond what people may even be willing to accept. But um, during my journey, and not just this time, every time I've had one, 
um, people are not static beings of reflections of what's in the mirror that they see in the current moment. Um, we are constantly shape-shifting based on the amount we love ourselves, based on the amount that we're willing to let other people see us. But we have all been many, many faces, many, many, um, you know, we've, many of us have had many lives and we've been had masculine roles, we've had feminine roles. And I suppose we'll call these, um, oh, what's the word? I'm thinking of it. Carolyn Mace has a whole book on, you know, archetypes, whether, archetypes right? Um, but, but I've been able to see people shift from moment to moment constantly being maybe an animal, maybe being one of the goddesses or gods that we're all familiar with. And um, it's incredible. It's, it's incredible to see that we're not that static being that we look at in the mirror. And if anything, you know, take the note of what I'm saying, appreciate everything because the molecules get excited and they shift to form your level of appreciation. So just think you can look in the mirror and get that excited about what you see. And maybe you have to pretend for a while. (laughs) And then start with anything small. Right. Even right. Any start with one area of the body that we truly do appreciate or whatever, and then see how you can build that to the areas that we didn't as much before. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Just that start is. with anything, whatever your best feature is, right. That you, you don't have judgment around, <laughs> you know, and then get out of the mirror and, and do some work to learn to love the other pieces. Yes. <laughs> Our body cells, every bit of it changes and we can all be healthier and reverse aging with all of that. Yes. Absolutely. I'm convinced. I mean, I saw we can all be anything that we truly want to be. It's just the Mm -hmm. amount of attention and love we give ourselves. And and it's not just a statement. It is absolutely 100% true. So, And may we each get our affirmation in some way that we start to trust even more as we're going into what is this weekend, right? Jerry Easter resurrection. Yes, absolutely. Into who we are. Yes. That's beautiful as um, reminder of all of that. So I, I like to put sticky notes on my mirror Mm -hmm. to remind me to do that more because again, those old patterns and habits run into place and, and, and we might focus on the gray hair here and say, oh, may I see my divine beauty shining through. <laughs> yeah, no constant reminder. Because I know one of the, the, the big things for me has been with this, this kundalini energy is that my body has been shaping. I mean, I could be one, two sizes bigger one day and I could be a size smaller the next day. And then the water retention and the energy expansive. And I'll look in the mirror and I'll just go, oh, you know, nothing fits anymore. And losing my hair, I've lost probably two thirds of my hair. And it's so easy to get disappointed. And I had the cosmic meridians clogged and I had to get skin cancer surgery on my face and spots. And so it's, you know, constantly reminding myself to stay positive, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes. No matter what's happening. <laughs> yes, you've walked through many things. I'm, I'm, I'm always impressed with how 
you can see beyond, you know, because so easy. And especially I come from the medical field to go into, um, you know, we judge it or what's wrong instead of, you know, how do I first accept this and um, be with it? Because that is, again, bringing consciousness and healing just to accept it as it is. And then hopefully we can go deeper into getting more of those messages of what what's going on there. And yeah. and then lift and clear through it. Um, and so you're doing a beautiful job with that. Well, I'm, I I don't know if I am or not. I'm doing definitely doing my best. I, I could do better, though. I remind myself when the hair falls out, I'm like, okay, two are growing in its place. <laughs> two are growing in its place. And, and when I get bigger, it's like, okay, I need to go buy some things that I feel like mm-hmm. I look good in so I can feel good, which is so That's important. That's comfortable. That's mine, too. I, I, yeah. I've noticed the same thing, the body, you know, doing some really interesting things. And even one of my family members mentioned, wow, you'll go from one end to the other. <laughs> and they may not quite understand the whole energies behind all of that. But um, I found I definitely what helps me, you know, what helps me to feel comfortable and then and what helps each of us to feel more beautiful. And going going back to what Jerry said, being dress like you want to dress. Maybe it's a different color now in my new chapter I'm going to bring in. You know? or, or just finding things that you look good in, you know, mm-hmm. so then you can feel good. Because it's important that it's all about feeling good about yourself. So if you have to spend some money on some new things that you might not wear very long, just so you can feel good, that's the aspect I was sharing about getting excited about what you see. And that'll actually help, mm-hmm. help your form, change your form. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah anything where we can start that with. I know one of my mentors, you know, mentioned about like sitting and being in awe with a bug, right? Watch, watch that amazing bug as it goes about, you know, and just anything we can be in awe with and present. Yeah, absolutely. So let me do a little peek at the time here. We are like 450. Yep, we are. Wow. Well, just for fun, since we don't have much time, Mm -hmm. I'm going to put one cards of clarity for all of us. Yes. Oh, and then I want to share this. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. We got to do that too. Mm Go ahead, go ahead, share that one. So this has been one of my oracle cards lately is um, the I Am Discourses, just opening it and what is my message that day. Starting this April now as we're going in, on April 12th, there, um, Shri and Kira are going to be unlocking the I Am Discourses. And we, as we all come together in this, we will create a, a grid of illumination around the planet. We really ask you to join us. Tune into your heart. See what you notice and feel. I love it. Each day I get my message that's perfect. Just like Jerry's doing right now with those cards. <laughs> no, no I, I love that you brought that up because I've got my I Am Discourse book too as well right here. And so I have that in my airport with me and I journeyed with it. Oh, yes. And um, so I have to show you the card because it's about everything we've been talking about. Do you see it? Oh, I can't read it from here. Oneness? Vision. Oh, wow. So it's the benevolent one, eight vision. Now we'll see if my vision can read this. (laughs) It is time for you to look at your life in this issue with eyes that transcend this world. 
To see something with the eyes of the body limits your perspective and vision. <laughs> this is the moment to expand your true sight. Were we just talking about this? It was everything we just said. Maybe. And the affirmation universe. <laughs> to expand your true sight and offer gratitude that this moment has arrived. To go beyond your physical vision, you must also go beyond your mind, <laughs> which is what I did. <laughs> Neither of these can offer the answer you seek. It is time to trust your new eyes, the eyes of the divine. Close your eyes, breathe comfortably, trust yourself and ask what is really here. And what a perfect way to end to each of us to ask what is really here. Trust yourself. It's been an honor to be with you all. Namaste. Yes, it has. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll connect with you again next Wednesday at 3 o'clock Pacific time. Namaste. Have a great week, everyone. Create your dreams. Dream big. Mm-hmm.